Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. You have tuned in to the Rebel News live stream on this, a Tuesday, August 9th, 2022. I'm David Menzies and my co-host, well, let me tell you a little about my <laughs> co-host, folks. Do you know that today is National Rice Pudding Day? But when you have dinner <laughs> with my friend, you don't have rice pudding. You don't have any dessert because she's so darn sweet. She is the she-devil with a slingshot. She is the Khaleesi of Mount Royal. She is Alexa Lavoie. Hey, how you doing there, Alexa? I'm good. I just <laughs> like how you present me. It's always like I'm always something new, you know? Now, as a, now I'm, I'm as a pudding. It's fine. Yeah. Do you like rice pudding or do you have to be either eight years old or 80 years old to eat rice pudding? <laughs> I would say that more I get old, my body get like a pudding. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I know. I know what you're saying, sister. That's why I'm getting my candy ass on my bicycle as <laughs> much as possible. Right now I'm fat. I don't want to become circus oh. fat. So there you go. Anyhow, um, Alexa, I think <laughs> usually I'm uh, co-hosting the show with the Khaleesi of the Khaleesi's. That would be Sheila Gudreed, our wonderful chief reporter. And this is where she usually tells the people what we're trying to do here today. So take it away, my friend. Me? Okay. So today, <laughs> so today, as you know, uh, for everybody, it's the daily live stream. We talk about actuality. We discuss. We give our opinion. And uh, as you know, uh, if everything is safe, we will stay on YouTube. But as you know, YouTube doesn't like when we question the science. Yep. So you will need to change. Uh, uh, platform, but you can uh, find all the link in the bio. So it would be uh, it would be Rumble, Odyssey, and Getter. So uh, if you see that we change platform, please follow us. And as well, through all our show, you can give us some comment, question. We will answer through um, the uh, the hour that we have with you guys. So. Um, send us some super chat. We'd like to read from you. A hundred percent. Yes. And uh, as Alexa mentioned, folks, um, you can't question the science on YouTube when it pertains to COVID-19. Uh, we've already been demonetized more than a year ago for absolutely no reason at all. And I'm not kidding. No reason at all. And uh, we don't want to be deplatformed. And you can't also question the integrity of the U.S. election. Oh, the I'm speaking of the 2020 U.S. election. If you want to question the integrity of the 2016 election, oh, fill your <laughs> boots. Uh, they're OK with that. Uh, unbelievable. They don't even hide the hypocrisy anymore. But speaking of the U.S. and elections and presidents, my God, uh, Alexa, um, I'm not a resident of the U.S., but I love the United States of America and what it stands for. And what we saw yesterday, where the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago, that is the uh, gorgeous resort in Florida. I was there, what was it, 2019. It's an astonishing uh, piece of real estate. It is huge. So I'm not sure if they gave the number of officers, but you would need uh, maybe a couple of hundred at least uh, to do a thorough raid. But this is something 
we have never seen before, Alexa, when it comes to a U.S. president or an ex-U.S. president. I can't remember, at least in modern history, this ever happening. And, you know, when you think of it, the Republicans could have done this to Bill Clinton in 1998, um, but they did not. They could have mm-hmm. done it to Hillary Clinton. Remember the bleaching of all mm-hmm. the emails? And to put this into the current uh, timescape, what about Joe Biden? We know he is beholden to foreign uh, governments. We know his crackhead son has a laptop full of incriminating evidence. And evidently, that's a big nothing burger when it comes to the Department of Justice or the FBI or their useful idiots in the mainstream media. By the way, how is it always CNN is always on the scene <laughs> when there is a midnight raid or or, or anything like that? How did? Yeah, exactly. Who tips them off? Alexa, uh, th- like I said, this is banana republic stuff. And I was astonished that this happened, especially since Donald Trump was cooperating with the investigation going back to the so-called insurrection of January 6th. And, you know, I got to tell you, every time I hear that I word insurrection, you had more than a million people at the Capitol. And that was the end result. A bunch of people that looked like they were going to Comic Con uh, going into the uh, going on to Capitol Hill. Many of them uh, ushered in by Mm -hmm. law enforcement. Um, So he was cooperating. He wasn't hiding. Uh, Not only did they raid Mar-a-Lago, Alexa, but they actually broke into his safe and took documents. And there's Johnny on the spot, our friend Juan. He's there, uh, or he was there um, uh, yesterday. And um, I I think this is a disgrace. And what I'm going to say, I think the motivation for this, Alexa, was... With the January 6 hearings, um, that has been a collective nothing burger. There has you haven't seen people rising up and and screaming about it. They realize this is most people, even if you're a Democrat, this is a kangaroo court. That January 6 was not an insurrection, and also they're making I think Alexa Donald Trump to be a martyr almost. Um, he has never. They have never stopped picking on this man, even before he became president. They came up with the Russian collusion dossier, which was a complete falsehood. And they've been going after this man repeatedly and repeatedly like a dog on the bone on a bone. I I am predicting that with the midterms coming up in November, uh, it's going to be a red wave. But because of what they did yesterday, that red wave is going to be a red tsunami. Uh, there is going to be sympathy towards this man. I'm not talking now. You know, when you look at Trump Nation, they hate the Democrats. They always support Trump. That's not mm-hmm. the issue here. I'm talking about the millions of Americans that are in the middle, and maybe some reluctant Democrats. You know, the people who had to hold their nose and and vote Democrat. They see this. They see this as an attack, not on Donald Trump, but I would argue an attack on the Constitution, you know, on the United States of America itself. You want an insurrection. What we saw yesterday, that's an insurrection. Alexa, what are your thoughts? My thought is uh, Trump is more love that they pretend that it is, and they don't want him to win the next election, of course. So they will do whatever they can to make him 
looking bad or finding something against him. And it's what they try to do. And I, the, the only thing is like when you try too much, you actually look that you try to hide something. And it's mm -hmm. actually what they are doing. More the push to try to find something against him, more it looks like the government, ha the government have something to hide or the government, why, why they push so hard against him? Because you have nothing really like to find at the end. Like, I, I'm not sure like what they will find at the end of the day because Trump is, I don't know if it's transparent, but um, he always like show like he's not really scared to show that he yeah he did some bad in the past and and he's pretty truthful when he talk and it's it's why a lot of people doesn't like him because of his like frank parler we say in, in French like the the free way to speak and uh, sometimes it's like shock people but it's all he is and I don't know for me what he did last night like I think it was how many how many police officers how many RCMP was there like um they were a lot i think you never we never seen as much officer for one man oh i agree and uh, like i said i think it's because of the vast size of mar-a-lago if you ever go there it is a huge property um uh, alexa but i think you're right i I think um, this is a preemptive strike by the Democrats because they fear Trump. They see mm -hmm. how their popularity is declining. Let's not forget when we had President Trump in office, this is what I say to my American friends. Is your life better or worse today than two years ago? Because under Trump, Alexa, you had America as energy self-sufficient for the first time in something like 70 years, now you have President Biden begging OPEC nations for oil because of stopping the fracking, stopping um, pipelines, stopping uh, issuing leases uh, to drill. So as a result, uh, no longer energy self-sufficient. And look at the price at the pump, uh, the pump over $5, over $6 in certain states as well. You had record low unemployment, record low Latino unemployment, record low black unemployment, record low uh, female unemployment. Uh, what I'm getting at, by every benchmark, the United States of America, and by the way, no inflation either, right? I mean, some grocery store items in two years, Alexa, are now double the cost that oh, they yeah. were going back to it's unbelievable and also uh for all the manufacturers out there will you stop shortening the portions you're not fooling anyone it's something that used to be you know a thousand grams is now like 890 grams no mm -hmm. i i know i i i can see you've you've stolen 110 grams of cheese from that package so so uh, quit that but the point is um the United States of America, and I should also mention, how could I forget, Alexa, in terms of uh, international uh, policy, I think the world was a far safer place. And Donald Trump, Trump was not a hawkish uh, president, quite the opposite. You know, he took out uh, some terrorists like Soleimani, uh, as he should have, but you didn't see Russia emboldened to invade, say, the Ukraine, Ukraine, as they did earlier today, you didn't see China gearing up for what is almost mm -hmm. certainly going to be an assault on Taiwan. 
the point is China, Russia, Iran, which is going nuclear, it's only a matter of time. They don't respect this administration in power right now. Uh, Trump was the proverbial uh, walk softly and carry a big stick uh, kind of president. It, but the malignment that this man has endured, I can't understand how he brushes it off. I think many people would crumble uh, under this kind of pressure. It is just remarkable, the strength of this man. And let's not forget, when we, if this is all tied into January 6th and the January 6th hearings, which he was cooperating with, as you know, Alexa, going back to that day, he reached out to Nancy Pelosi and said he was prepared to issue um, 15,000 National Guard troops to come to Washington uh, as security. And that offer was turned down. <laughs> you know, why? So when you the point is the Democrats wanted shenanigans like this to occur. And when we, I speak of, you know, shenanigans, uh, I'm not talking about, um, you know, an actual armed insurrection, uh, terrorists coming into government buildings with bombs. I'm talking about a bunch of people that went in, as I said earlier, many of them welcomed in by law enforcement and just taking dumb selfies. I mean, they were stupid to do this. I'm sure every one of them is having buyer's regret. We're seeing some the other day. There was one, I think, sentenced to seven years, which is an outrageous amount of time uh, for that. And I think ultimately this is to chop Donald Trump at the kneecaps in terms of running again. I think it is a complete backfire. I believe that after the midterms uh, coming up this November, Alexa, that is when Donald Trump will formally announce he is going to run in 2024. I might be wrong, but the way I'm reading the oh, tea I'm, pre I'm, pre I'm pretty sure they would run. I'm yes, pretty sure. I, th I think so, too. And despite what the Democrats are doing, despite what the never Trumpers are doing, despite what the rhinos are doing, and I hate them almost as much as I hate the Democrats, maybe even more when I think about it. Uh, this man is galvanizing public support. I don't see anything changing in the lives of the average American when it comes to uh, inflation, unemployment, uh, the state of the world in terms of the bullies uh, flexing their muscles. And I think there's a very, very good chance this man will win. And despite what they did yesterday, the Democrats have accelerated that process. They haven't stopped, uh, you know, cut it off at the pass. And and what he did yesterday that would just bring more supporter to uh, Trump because, yeah. I'm sorry, what do you want for like prime minister? Someone who sleep all the time or get lost a little bit in his mind, or someone who know what he's talking about? Yeah, and uh, and and since you mentioned prime minister, <laughs> let's hope for regime change uh, on this side of the board. By the way, and we should talk about that. Uh, we're only a month away. Uh, from the Conservative Party of Canada uh, nomination yeah. meeting. Uh, by all indications, uh, it looks like Pierre Polyev is the prohibitive favorite. Uh, I know Tom Mulcair on Twitter the other day suggested there is a path to victory for Jean Charest. I'll believe it when I see it. And if Jean Charest becomes leader of the of the Conservative Party, I'm sorry, uh, it will happen. I'm leaving the country. Oh, yeah. It'll <laughs> We're, good God, we're not going to do that again. Another red Tory three times in a row. 
Um, no. Here's the question I have uh, for you, Alexa. Yep. There are all kinds of rumors, and they might be more than rumors, but what we don't know that Justin Trudeau might call a fall election. And basically, based on two things, one is his own massive ego, uh, mm -hmm. something that casts a shadow on the CN Tower here in Toronto. And the other thing is that this guy is actually believing the propaganda by the mainstream media trained seals that Pierre Polyev, he's an extremist. He polarizes people. Uh, he uh, scares people from supporting the conservatives. I think, well, it's all garbage. I mean, I've been to several uh, Polyev rallies, as have you, and you see the makeup of the audience. Um, but I think maybe Trudeau is reading the tea leaves and saying, this is the time to strike when there's an extremist ahead of the Conservative Party. I think he'll be in for one hell of, uh, what do they call it again, an October surprise. What are your thoughts, Alexa? First of all, do you think we might indeed be headed to the polls in just a, a month or two? Yeah, but my question is, they don't have yet uh, vote for the leader of the Conservative Party. So do Mr. Trudeau can uh, start an election without a leader at the Conservative Party. So if they don't have a leader, oh, they can go and do campaign against Le Trudeau if they, they have nobody at the end who, who is there. You know, you have no, no leader. You know, that, that is a good point, Alexa, but um, there's always been in this country, it's almost a gentleman's agreement that we won't call an election unless you have a leader. Okay. You know, so, okay. so they'll wait to that. But I would argue this. He wants to wait until after the leader is chosen to make sure it's Polyev and run on a platform of the Justin Trudeau liberals. We're the anti-extremists, which is a lot of nonsense, of course. So I don't think there's any chance of him calling an election before September 10th. That's for sure. Um, because he wants, I think, Polyev uh, to be the leader of that party. And uh, how does the old adage go, uh, Alexa? Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> yeah, but in the same time, why Mr. Trudeau wants that? Because inflation will getting more bad and it will just increase. And we know that baby boomer or old, pe old people know that when you have like a crisis like that, a big inflation or maybe a recession, you don't change leaders. You continue with the same leader. So that will help him in his favor. But in the same time, Pierre Poliev is way more loved than he thinks. And he is like a bull shark. Mm. He, will, he will destroy him during the, the leader um, debate. Oh, yeah. oh for oh. sure. I can't wait for that. We'll have to go back down to the uh, uh, Museum of uh, Civilization in Gatineau and get a front row <laughs> yes. ticket for that. Maybe uh, he'll actually have the uh, decency, that's the prime minister, to actually take your question as opposed to skirting it. What a coward. But, you know, it, it, you're right. Inflation, the price of the pump. And let's not forget, Alexa, what is happening at the airports. This oh, yeah. Pearson Airport is number one in the world, the worst airport in terms of um, delayed flights. And keep in mind, Alexa, 
that data from FlightAware, it's a US-based tracking service, they even look at airports situated in third world nations, okay? And Pearson is the worst for delayed flights. It's number four <laughs> in the world uh, for, um, what is it, uh, missed connections. Mm -hmm. And uh, in, the lineups are horrendous. Same as Montreal Trudeau. I saw a, a, a photo on the weekend of the lines at Montreal Trudeau. I think it was a, a, it was a little video of a woman looking yep. for her lost child. I couldn't believe it. I, I, I mean, the sheer throngs of humanity. Also, last week, uh, and I did a monologue on Ezra's show last week about this, uh, ArriveCan issued a press release. And what was conspicuous by the absence was that any mention of the retirement date for ArriveCan, also missing by, you know, conspicuous by its absence, Alexa, any mention of COVID-19, which was the reason for ArriveCan. My hunch is that the CBSA is basically saying to us, get used to arrive, Ken. It is here to stay yeah, as in it is, it is. forever. And yeah. they could, you know, I went to a press conference at the airport on uh, Friday here at Pearson and they were bragging about improvements. And I think they were saying that for the, the delayed flights, um, I'm, I'm trying to remember the number. It was less than 50% uh, of the flights on time. I think it was, uh, 42% of mm -hmm. the flights are now on time, which is an increase. Can you imagine, Alexa? I, I mean, if you were a baseball player and you were hitting 420, you would be the greatest slugger since Ted Williams of the uh, Boston Red Sox in the 1940s. But if you're a business and you're scoring less than 50%, that's a failure. You don't brag about that in a press release, but they do. And guess what? No heads roll. Nobody gets fired. They just don't give a rodent's rectum, my friend. Oh, are you frozen? Look at that. Wasn't that a beautiful picture of Alexa? That's fantastic. Ooh. Oh, she's oh. back. Oh, there she oh. <laughs> are you back? Alexa? I don't know what happened. You froze. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry I, about I that. I disappeared in the cloud. <laughs> you know, but, but I was just saying, at the end of the day, um, the, what we're seeing at the airports, Alexa, it's virtue signaling. It has nothing to do with health and safety. And the leaders, uh, such as Trudeau, when he went uh, a week and a bit ago to Costa Rica for his surfing safari and bong mm -hmm. fest, he doesn't have to get into lines. He doesn't do arrive can. Uh -huh. He doesn't, you know, get screened. Uh, so there is a complete lack of empathy so when you see that photo of those people in Montreal, um, which was absolutely despicable, and Marco Mendicino, the public safety minister, he had the gall last week to say that the improvements to arrive can at Montreal Trudeau was lessening the time in line by one third. Once again, another bold-faced lie from Marco Mendicino, folks, a.k.a. Pinocchio with a portfolio. This is actually the opposite. Arafkan has created this massive lineup, this massive waiting line. And, and because it's not made for having as much people to download it and to use it in the same time. At the beginning, it was really for proving your vaccination status and your quarantine plan. 
but now it's there for staying because it's not working only for the COVID. Like now we have like your vaccination status, but it has as well your citizen proof, your um, as well your itinerary. And now it would, they will add the hotel and they will add your institution of financial institution. They will uh, add like so many different things that now all that what you will do in this world will be like scanning your application like your arrive can. It will be your next vaccine passport but for now digital identity to prove who you are. So you will need to scan that to every single place that you go. And this is what I'm afraid to because this is actually what the World Economic Forum have, have um, promoting yeah. on their website. The, it is the non-digital traveler identity. And it's what they signed in 2018. It's not going anywhere. It's been signed. They spent $105 million for, uh, during five years or for this app. Do you think really they will have spent that amount of money for something that is just temporary? No, it's not. People need to wake up. It's there for staying. And we, if we don't push it back, it will destroy what we know as a life now. You see it? It's the World Economic Forum. And it's on the, the page of um, Canada, um, Government of Canada with the agreement with Justin Trudeau. Yeah, you know, you're absolutely right, um, Alexa. When you look at the mandates of the World Economic Forum, Everything seems to be designed to make our lives more miserable. Give up a hamburger, eat a bowl of crickets or mealworms. Once again, they're resurrecting a, uh, a failed policy of theirs from 2016. Give up your personal car, your automobile, your freedom machine. Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, we live in a, a country where most of the year is very cold and we can't get around on a bicycle. And I don't really want to get into a crammed uh, public transit vehicle. And by the way, whatever happened to social distancing in the name of COVID, you are far more, wouldn't you agree, Alexa, uh, healthy being in a car is basically an aquarium on wheels. Uh, it's, you know, you're a solo driver. You're away from anyone as opposed to getting cheek to jowl with uh, public transit riders. But the other point you touched on, uh, whether it's driven by World Economic Forum or just absolute incompetence by this government, increasingly, Alexa, this country is becoming dysfunctional. The airports are a god-awful mess. The passport offices, as you've demonstrated in Montreal with that incredible video from last month, where people are coming with lawn chairs and tents to camp out overnight. Um, and, and, and why is that? Oh, because bureaucrats are still on their fat ricotta cheese candy asses working from home as opposed to being on the front lines actually doing their job. So increasingly, this country is not functioning again we are going down the road of uh, third world nation uh, status simply in the name of virtue signaling. But you know what? We've gone over time for our ad, um, Alexa. So let us run a quick ad, folks, and we'll be right back. Hey, folks, check out the newest arrival to the Rebel News Store. Yes, F is for Fidel and F is for father. I mean, could it be? Yes, it, half this photo, the colored half, is Justin Trudeau. The black and white half is a young Fidel Castro. 
Wait, now? Or is it vice versa? It's so confusing. Well, I'm a huge Forensic Files fan. Wouldn't it be great if we could have a piece of Justin's DNA and a piece of Fidel's DNA and put the rumor to bed once and for all? But in the meantime, we'll just have to walk around wearing this shirt, hinting at a great Canadian conspiracy. Or is it? In any event, if you want to get this shirt, folks, go to the Rebel News Store and check this out. Type in our new discount code, that's SUMMER, S-U-M-M-E-R, and if you buy two unisex t-shirts, you get an additional one for free. What a deal. Like I said, Justin Trudeau, Fidel Castro, as they used to say on the ABC detergent ads, can you tell the difference? I can't tell the difference. <laughs> you know, I got I love tell it. You. Oh, thank you, Alexa. Uh, that's our number one seller this summer uh, for good reason. And I got to tell you, over the weekend, I believe it was, uh, Joe Rogan was speculating, is Fidel Castro Justin Trudeau's father? It's the rumor that won't go away. We know uh, Maggie liked to uh, globetrot, shall we say. Um, what do you think, um, Alexa? M maybe it's a complete nothing burger. Maybe it's the truth. There's no in between. But I have to tell you, the resemblance of Justin Trudeau and a young Fidel Castro, as I said in the ad, it is absolutely uncanny. Maybe it's a cosmic coincidence. Maybe it's something more. What are your thoughts? But I find that the resemblance is really, really obviously. <laughs> um, but in the same time, uh, the family, like his dad and his, and his mother was really close to uh, Fidel Castro. Oh, yes. And they went to Cuba pretty often. And I know that the mother of um, Justin Trudeau was pretty close from uh, Fidel Castro. We saw in many, many pictures, like, like giving to each other like some kiss, but like kiss uh, on the cheek for for sure. But we we don't know if you have more. But they look like they look like actually a, a family there. Like oh, if yeah, you remember, I mean, yeah. Look at that look on her face. And by the way, the previous photo of Fidel, I don't know when that was taken, but uh, he looks kind of like Dom DeLuise with a beard. <laughs> but you know, we'll uh, we'll have to see if Justin ages uh, the same way. Uh, but you know, well, um, uh, I know the prime it's, minister. It's just a, a, a speculation, but maybe Pierre Elliott Trudeau uh, was not capable to to give like uh, children, and so they use Fidel Castro for having like uh, a sperm oh, donator. <laughs> that's fascinating. So what you're saying, Alexa, as I say down in Alabama, this dog don't hunt. Uh, when it <laughs> 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 well, you know what, unless. Uh. Unless we uh, get Justin Trudeau to agree to a DNA match, even though Fidel Castro has passed away, I'm sure there is some existing DNA. Like I said, I'm a huge Forensic Files fan. Um, but it's could only be lose-lose for him. Uh, first of all, he would never entertain uh, the idea uh, to give oxygen uh, to this rumor. Secondly, what if the test comes back? Positive. Holy mackerel. We got some problem now, Lucy. Uh, but uh, in the meantime, you can uh, wear your uh, statement of uh, Justin Trudeau's uh, DNA origins on a T-shirt and uh, you will be mighty fashionable doing so.
Um, in any event, well, um, we have a video here about the RCMP's previous use of covert spyware without first oh, yeah. obtaining a warrant. Oh, yeah. Who needs to go through all that? You know, that kind of reminds me, um, uh, Alexa, the Montreal Police Service a year ago, April, uh, when they wanted to raid our uh, houseboat, legal B&B houseboat, oh, yeah. three people under capacity. And uh, for 10 and a half hours, they laid siege to it. Um, trying to get a warrant from a judge. And uh, it might have been two, three judges they shopped it around. And they said, what? You need a warrant to do a raid, not on drug dealers or human traffickers, but journalists? You know, jump in the lake. Um, but they they really <laughs> made life miserable for us. So, um, this, now, so we know how the Montreal Police Service rolls. Uh, they tried to get in without a warrant. And now it is... The RCMP. Oh, and my goodness. Uh, Public Safety Minister Marco Mendicino, a.k.a. Pinocchio mm -hmm. with a portfolio. Um, he's got a role in this, too. Let's let's roll the video. <laughs> in the um, testimony of the Privacy Commissioner, when we were talking and referencing the use of Stingray technology, which sets up phantom cell towers to intercept uh, cell phone information, it was noted that there were instances that the use had happened without a warrant. Are you aware of any instances when this might have been used? And I think it was extringent circumstances or something to that effect. Are you aware of any instances where, where that would have happened? Yeah, I think I think the precise um, test would be whether or not there are exigent or emergency circumstances. But um, it is my knowledge that these um, have all been subjects to prior judicial authorization, I would invite you to uh, put the question directly to uh, the RCMP as well. Was it my He's a good swimmer, huh? In the <laughs> light. I'm trying to get out of it. <laughs> well, I, I, maybe, uh, maybe I need to get my vision checked, Alexa, but was I imagining things or was Marco's nose actually getting more elongated the more he talked? You know, this is, of course, you know, and if you think I'm being... Um, uh, you know, if you think I'm exaggerating, folks, keep in mind, Marco Mendicino still will not back down to the lie of lies regarding the trucker convoy, which was law enforcement asked the government to invoke the Emergencies Act. Not a single law enforcement official has come forward to say this. But this business of spying uh, sp and speaking to the Freedom Convoy, um, you may recall, Alexa, last month, um, Efren and I went up to Ottawa again to interview Rob Stocky. He was uh, uh, a, um, uh, of, uh, an ex-Ottawa Police Service officer and to his shock and horror, received a letter from the Attorney General notifying him, as they have to do after either 60 or 90 days, we were wiretapping your electric electronic devices. So his computer, his cell phone, his landline, you name it. And what was his sin? Remember, this is ex-law enforcement himself. It was um, apparently giving a speech at one of the Freedom Convoy rallies. Alexa, what is happening here? How we, we are devolving more and more into a police state. And no, I am not exaggerating when I say that. But uh, Montreal and Quebec is already a police state. So, um, like, just by example, like I went this morning to uh, 
to be part of Lego um, campaign, like to just like announce a new candidate. And the police uh, almost arrested me because I was not allowed as a journalist uh, on the place. So for, for me, it's like nothing is surprising me anymore. Like Quebec and, and Montreal, the police are more closer from the politics than never happened in the past. And uh, it's the same everywhere. It's the same like in Ottawa, in Ontario, in all the provinces in Canada. Um, I think you have some more provinces that are more free. I would say that the police are more reasonable. But uh, seriously, when we look at Ontario and especially uh, the province of Quebec, it's not, it's not getting better. Oh, 100%, Alexa. Unless we forget what happened to you in February, that horrific assault on you uh, by a law enforcement officer in terms of a canister that hit your thigh, uh, the pepper spray. Um, we all know that story, and we're going to keep digging to get justice for sure. But remind us, what happened? A Montreal police officer was threatening you with arrest for practicing journalism on the public square? What, what were the details there? No, I went this morning, um, so he wanted to... It was... On their web page, I subscribe, I enter my name, I say that I will attempt for the participation of the event because, as you know, same if I write to the, the party, the CAC, mm -hmm. they keep denying my uh, email for being accredited. They say that, no, we cannot accredit you, but they don't want to give me any information. But now I know because I went there and it took me one minute inside and they came to see me and say, for who you are. And I was like, but I'm here for the event. And they say, no, for who you were. And they knew me. They knew me all, all like right away. And I say, I work for Ruben News. They say, I'm sorry, you will need to leave. We don't um, endorse. We don't, um, we don't take in consideration Ruben News. We don't want you here. You're banned. And I was like, is but it they the party? They, they didn't oh, give you, but Alexa, they didn't give you a tangible reason for why you're banned. Just they don't like you. Unbelievable. Zero. Well, uh, at least they didn't, um, you know, utter that infamous statement that they did about a year and a half ago. Uh, I, I can't remember. I think it might have been to Yankee or maybe it was Lincoln or Efron um, when one of the Montreal police officers called us Jew media, you know, what the hell was that? Um, but uh, in any event, uh, that is a disgrace. And we'll... Uh, uh, especially because the police push us like many, many times and use physical um, uh, touch for like saying to us like we need to live. And and this is, is not okay. A police should not touch you until like they say you're under arrest. When you're under arrest, they can touch you because they can arrest you. But he need to have a reason for that. I, we didn't have any reason. We were living, and they actually grab our arm, push us, and um, this is a really disgrace what we see so far in Canada. It, absolutely, uh, Alexa. And to go back a year ago uh, in April when we we're on the Montreal houseboat, um, we were actually playing nice with the cops. Uh, Ezra offered the deal: uh, if you want to go on to the boat without a warrant, we will acquiesce to that demand on the condition that for every officer that goes on the boat, 
a corresponding Rebel News staffer also comes on the boat. And I'll tell you why we made that stipulation, folks. We Our distrust of the Montreal Police Service is so great, I wouldn't put it past these guys to plant something on the boat if we let them go in unsupervised. But the point is, Alexa, they said no, no deal. Well, how is that... How does that diminish diminish your searching ability? It's just going to be one of us as a shadow, not someone interfering. And they would not uh, acquiesce to that. So that makes me think they had a trick up their sleeve. And this business now of the RCMP using spyware, um, I think, Alexa, we are now beginning to understand the infamous quote of Justin Trudeau going back eight years in which... He said he has a basic uh, admiration for the dictatorship of China because this is China stuff. I mean, they manufacture probably the, the lion's share of the world's spyware yeah. devices and they spy on their citizens. And now we're understanding, I guess, more and more with every passing month why it is Justin Trudeau admires uh, the basic dictatorship of China. Unbelievable that somebody vying to become a world leader um, of yep. a Western democracy actually said he admired an oppressive communist state. Uh, but a bit of China every day, it seems, uh, Alexa, is coming across the pond right here to Canada. Yeah, but people did vote for him. That's that's the worst. Well, it is com. You know, uh, there's that Meryl <laughs> Streep movie. It's complicated, and uh, I think there's a lot of factors. It was uh, we had two duds as leaders for the Conservative Party uh, that waffled. A lot of Conservative voters stayed at home. And don't forget, uh, I mean, I mean, I know our electoral system doesn't work this way, but when it came to the actual vote total, the Conservatives had more votes in 2019 and 2021 than the Liberal Party. Of course, you got to mm -hmm. be strategic where you get your votes to win seats. So uh, that's a nothing burger. I would also argue that what plays in favor of a conservative victory is a strong NDP, which would detract votes and seats from the Liberal Party. Right now, under Jugmeet Singh, I'm sorry, Alexa, the NDP is not a credible party. When you see Jugmeet Singh every day condemning this government, and then when it comes to a vote in the House propping it up, that's garbage. That and, and it is motivated, I am certain, given the the timeline, because um, the deal is till twenty twenty five. Isn't it special? Isn't it such a coincidence that, that would be the sixth year in the House for Jugmeet Singh? Therefore, mm -hmm. even if he loses, he qualifies for a full government pension. How despicable. And um, yeah, I, I think those were the factors at play. And uh, I personally think if we have uh, someone strong like Polyev, with the caveat that he comes mm -hmm. as advertised, let's never forget, because, you know, uh, fool me once, fool me twice. Uh, please let, let us hope we're not being fooled a third time. I personally yeah. do trust uh, Mr. Polyev. Uh, but I think that is the reason that uh, Justin Trudeau has hung around well past his best before date. But don't forget, though, um, the only thing that can really be bad for uh, Podiev is the fact that he wants to defund CBC. 
and CBC, it's a state media, and yep. it will they will use it against him during the campaign if we rule for another election. Oh, but Alexa, twas ever thus. Even if Polyev uh, supported the CBC, they're still going to go on a witch hunt. I am sure right now CBC reporters are turning every stone in the Ottawa area trying to find some dirt uh, to smear Polyev. Maybe they've even found what they consider to be something scandalous and they're keeping it, keeping their powder dry until he wins. Uh, mm -hmm. And then, and and as I said, it was ever thus with the CBC government funded, but it's the mainstream media itself now, Alexa, more than 600 million a year to prop up failed businesses, you know, which is what the mainstream media is. They, they cannot survive basically like we survive. You know, um, mm -hmm. we, we, we ask for donations. We um, uh, we have premium content. We sell a little bit of merchandise. And, you know, it's always so funny, Alexa, our haters out there, they'll, they'll say, oh, look at Rebel News begging again. Well, you know what? Screw you. This is the most honest way to raise money. We simply ask. You have money. Donate. Thank you. If you don't, well, you get to see most of our content for free anyways. Yeah. Uh, no harm. Meanwhile, the mainstream media and the CBC, they take a direct deduction out of your paycheck every two weeks. So you tell me uh, what is the more honest way of fundraising. Exactly. It's what I was thinking. I was uh, People who are actually complaining that we are crowdfunding uh, the fact that we need to continue our journalism. But at least we don't have big corporation to tell you, you need to report on this and not on this and shut your mouth on this and just do what we tell you to do. Yep. And that's it. Us, we do whatever we do because we have nobody to tell us what to do. We report on what we think that is really important to tell the viewer and what the viewer wants to hear as well. Because you have so many questions that have no answer right now that we need to give. And, and you know what, um, Alexa, you make a really good point about listening to what the viewers want. And they chime in. And I, lo I, I love Rebel News viewers because some of the comments make me laugh out loud. They're so, mm -hmm. um, you know, wickedly funny. And meanwhile, the CBC, if there's a so-called sensitive story, mm -hmm. um, you go there, either your comment gets deleted or they put up a, a little banner saying, uh, all co comments for this story um, are um, are no longer being accepted. So CBC, in other words, Alexa, they'll take your money. Oh, yeah, we have no problem with that. But they don't want to hear your opinion, especially if it goes contrary to their narrative. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, so just by, by example, you have an article that was published and it was falsely uh, writing. And so many people have write to the um, the newspaper to say it's it's not accurate it's not true they never modify at all the article wow and um, yeah they don't even hide it anymore the dishonesty in any event uh alexa uh we need to get to uh some super chats but before we do oh, we really? have another ad to run yes uh this is how we pay the bills uh, uh all you rebel news haters we're trying to get a little bit of do, <laughs> do re me from our merchandise i'm sure you don't mind uh i have lots you, uh, there you go what a what a lovely logo and i love that cap i love how the rebel Thank you. logo you go with my oh look at you you know 
boy, it really accentuates your eyes, Alexa. I gotta tell you. <laughs> Why don't we run that ad and then get to some of our super chats? Adam Sos here for Rebel News. You know, our company is growing quickly and we'd actually like for your company to grow too. That's why this ad space that I'm speaking through right now is actually available for you to purchase. So instead of people listening to me, they could actually be learning about your company, learning about your business. If this interests you, if this is an opportunity you'd like to capitalize on, send us an email at ads at rebelnews.com. Well, there you go. Does it look like Adam is pumping iron these days? It looks like he's getting uh, more muscular every time I see him doing a promo. What do you think? This is the horse. (laughs) That's true. In any event, why don't we uh, get to some of our uh, chats from our beloved uh, viewers? Are you going to read them, Alexa? Oh, yeah. Okay. Olivia newton Jones passed yesterday. So many grew up listening to her beautiful voice. I agree. Certainly a different time in just 50 years. Love her music. Thank you to you both and I and Rebel. Thank you, Times, for $1. Really appreciate it. And mm-hmm. I agree. Olivia and Newton-John, I love her, in, especially in Greece. Uh, that uh, movie was uh, made my... When I was young, I really loved that. And she sang really, really so good in that movie. And with John Travolta, I think it's one of my best live movie when I was young. I don't know. What about you? You know what? Um, I, I always give credit where credit is due. I uh, have a subscription to the Toronto Sun. Yes, the print version. And when they do a good front page, they really nail it out of the ballpark. And this was their front page today, Alexa. And I thought that was beautiful. Hopelessly devoted. And the subhead reads, Summer nights will never be the same again as Greece legend Olivia Newton-John loses cancer fight. So just a beautiful front page, I think. Um, And uh, yeah, she had a fantastic voice. Um, Even when she's in a bad movie like uh, Xanadu, uh, she had a very (laughs) special voice. And of course... Who can ever forget, um, especially males of a certain age, will never forget the uh, video, the music video, uh, Let's Get Physical with uh, Olivia (laughs) Newton-John in her uh, 20-minute workout ensemble. So, um, yeah, a great talent that's lost. And, you know, it's funny, Alexa, uh, as we get older, um, and I'm older than you, of course, but it with every passing no. week, it's yeah, I know. With every passing week, uh, you see the passing of somebody that was special, you know, when you were a younger adult, when you someone that was special when you were a child, even. And you know, it's it's this ongoing subtraction of everyone that we grew up with, even if you never met them, you just watch their movies, listen to their music. And it, it, it's just heartbreaking in a way, I think. What is uh, what's your most important figure in your life? Oh, uh, in terms of a, uh, a celebrity? Yeah. You know what? I have to... That is a fantastic question. And you have really uh, caught me uh, on, <laughs> on the spot. <laughs> Let's see. Who would I be most sad uh, to see uh, the passing of... I have to give that some thought, Alexa. Well, well, I'm going to turn it around to you. What? Who is your idol that you want to see 
uh, living uh, well into the future? Um, I would say that I always had an admiration uh, for um, Julia Robert. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. I really lo love what she's she's doing, and uh, especially in my favorite movie, um, it's um, what do you, uh, she's a pros prostitute in that movie oh. uh, with. Um, Pretty woman. No, what is it? Pretty woman. Yeah. So she she, she played with uh, my actually favorite actor um, in Richard this Gere? world. So, oh my God, he's so sexy. There you go. Well, you know what? I've given some thought. <laughs> I've given some thought. Here's my answer. It's not somebody from celebrity culture, but it's the man we talked about at the beginning of the show. It's Donald Trump. He's getting on an age. <laughs> I hope he stays healthy because yeah. he is America's real life Superman. He's got to put his cape mm -hmm. on in 2024 and rescue the United States of America. And I wish him nothing but health and happiness because Americans and America need that man more than ever. So there you go. Any event, do we have another super chat there? Yes. Alexa? Oh, it's me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's because you don't have your sunglasses or your glasses. Um, Frasbo, $5, thank you. Sorry, I will read on my phone. If you are too lazy to go shopping for yourself, try it. You will notice all those empty shelves and high prices. Even in the dollar store, they have placed those large shopping bags to cover up the loss of produce. Even bread is in short supply and expensive. I agree, the bread is so expensive it's double price than I buy it before. And that is really recently. Yeah, if you can get it. And Frasbo, you're absolutely right. And beyond groceries, uh, and we had a conversation off air about this months ago, um, Alexa, try getting certain makes and models of automobiles. Because of the um, microchip uh, shortage, uh, they are simply not being produced. I go by, you know, in... Um, Walking distance of my house in Richmond Hill, there's about seven car dealerships. Alexa, you would not believe how empty the lots are of new and even used inventory. Oh. Uh, they're not being manufactured. I was at my local bicycle store the other day. They were saying it um, they've got some bikes coming in that are the sub $1,000 mark, but the uh, more elite bikes that are in the thousands, uh, they don't expect those to be in stock until 2024. Can you imagine? Yeah. You're a bicycle store and you've got no good bicycles to sell. And um, so this, you know, COVID-19, um, the way it shut down industries um, and the supply chains, there's still so much recovery uh, to come. And uh, again, uh, we have, I think, buffoons in office, both in the United States and in Canada. So uh, I don't expect it to get better anytime soon because, again, no. Alexa, it doesn't affect them, right? No, they want us to eat that. Ooh, oh my goodness. <laughs> so just before my lunch. <laughs> Good Lord. What were those? Were those mealworms? It's uh, giant worms. Oh my gosh. You know, yeah. by the way, it's not, it's not... <laughs> I, I got to ask this question, Alexa. 
If you are yeah. vegetarian or vegan, what is the policy on eating bugs? Like the uh, you you can't eat, eat you bugs. You can't. Um, no. Looks like so I'm gonna I be a vegetarian. Oh my! Are you kidding? I f I feel like Sigourney Weaver, an alien. What the <laughs> hell? Jeez, you know, flamethrower. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's what is not the the best oh. one, but. Oh my I got goodness. like some good one. Uh, seriously, this one I, I decided to bring it just for you, uh, um, because I think you will love it. Um, what in blue hell is that? Oh man, we've gone from alien to predator. Unbelievable. <laughs> you know, hey, this is your next lunch. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, uh, maybe I am. Maybe there is some merit to going vegan after all. If, uh, <laughs> And you know, um, I gotta tell you, Alexa. I don't know if you've mm. seen this movie, but I strongly recommend it. Uh, I mentioned this in a monologue a couple of weeks ago. Uh, the film uh, starring Charlton uh, Charlton Heston from 1973, based on a 1965 novel, uh, "Make Room, Make Room." The movie was called Soylent Green. It is actually set. It was filmed in '73, but it is set today, 2022, in New York City, and. It is. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give away the spoiler, but um, oh, Soylent Green. When you find out what it is, for those who haven't seen the film, it's gonna make um, a dinner of bugs look like a uh, meal of filet mignon. So as you're seeing mm -hmm. on the screen, this is uh, New York City in 2022, population 40 million. They got that part right in terms uh, uh, wrong rather in terms of the overpopulation. Uh, but um, it is the central theme to this film is a food substitute, uh, and it's not uh, burger and fries anymore, unfortunately. So I, I urge everyone uh, to go and see, uh, to get a copy of this film. It is eerily uh, prescient. In any event, do we I have another go. chat, my friend? Oh, yeah, we have a lot, actually. <laughs> okay, um, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> so we have... King 7734, $1, thank you. Does the rainbow com community get banned out of shape when they see, heard a person refer to, uh, uh, to as an interpreter? It's trans, a translator. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I catch up afterwards. Yeah, all I know is if you're a cross, if there's a cross dresser out there, folks, that's a little uh, chubby, uh, don't call him her Zezer uh, trans. No, fat. no, no. Say so, seriously, at the trans march, it was something. It was something. <laughs> there's probably already a human rights commission uh, complaint being typed as we speak. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I arrived there. It took me what? Not even. One person I interviewed, someone came to me and said, for who you are, and keep asking me. So I say, oh, I'm a work for Ruben News. And they say, you're not extreme right wings. What are you doing here? Go away. Oh, you can sleep at night. You should be ashamed to be here. I was like, I'm just asking questions. You're free to talk or not? And that, per that person came to me and say, like, do you know what is a consent? Like being content, I say, but you're talking to me, so you're content that to to talk to me. And they were like, oh my God, you we we are so far away from like uh, what is true. And I was like, oh my God, but what is going on there? Like, 
I'm just asking questions. You're free to answer. And if you, you feel like you don't want to answer, it's fine. I'm, I'm going to be respectful and let you alone. But these people were so aggressive, like not all, but just a really small part of them came to me and were not, not happy. Oh, no. Um, I, I think there would be a sufficient percentage of that crowd that are mentally ill. And back in the good old days when we had uh, asylums, uh, they would be residing there. I mean, but if we're looking at, you know, the trans community and they accuse you of being far right. And of course, far right means you're right of center of, oh, I don't know, mousy tongue or Karl Marx. That's their definition of far right. Um, are there not those in the trans community that are right of center themselves? I mean, why do they think that part of the identity of being a trans person means you have to be far left? And why do they think uh, they're allowed, these people who are always worried about being triggered, you know, by being misgendered. And I, I don't even know who's who in the zoo in that clip I saw there, Alexa. Alexa. Um, but why is it that they're so handsy uh, with you and your microphone? Uh, why do they have this entitlement to physicality uh, because you're asking questions they deem to be impolite? What a disgrace. And one other thing, Alexa. What I thought we had the whole gay pride month in uh, June. It used to be a day, then a week, then it was a whole month. I I travel around the GTA. I still see that rainbow flag flying. We're in. We're going into mid-August, so I guess it, the next step is gay pride season. The summer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a whole season, and then the whole year. But there must. I'm sure there must have been a march in June in Montreal. Um, for for that community why another one in august so they say that is the only one for the transgender so um this weekend they had like the gay pride festival i think uh so this olympic stadium had like a big uh place with music dj and it was like all gay pride there and in the gay village they had like um the on the saturday the transgender march and the day after that was supposed to be LGBTQ plus March, but that was canceled because of the lack of volunteer for security. I right. don't know it's because of us the day before, but whatever. So, uh, so it, it's that like it was, I had one in June and now it's in August and probably uh, now we will see like more and more event lights coming, but it just like, I don't know if you ever went to the gay village in Montreal, I don't know if you ever went there, but I probably uh, drove by it at about 150 kilometers an hour. Uh, anyways, continue. <laughs> but it, it's actually not a place for children. Like on, on the door of like institution, you can see like men almost naked, yep. like picture everywhere. And. And I, my point of view is just like, I don't care, like live your life all you want and I respect you and I, I actually share all my respect. But why you need the need to expose this kind of image, especially when you see, you know that you have some children around. You know that some children will pass there at one moment. How can you explain that to a children that doesn't know what is a, is is the act of sex. 
Yes. Alexa, I have long asked that query for decades because same here in Toronto when the Pride March is on, everybody, well, not everybody, but a great proportion of people take off all their clothes. They've got their junk airing in public view. And what I've always asked, and I've never gotten an answer, what does pride, and whether you're a gay man, a lesbian, bisexual, transgender, what does pride have to do with nudity? Why do you mm -hmm. have to march in your birthday suit? And also for law enforcement, why the double standard? You know, if I took off my clothes at the St. Patrick's Day parade or the Santa Claus parade, I would be rightfully tackled uh, by the Toronto Police Service. Nobody wants to see that. But but why does that law go on the, the back burner? Oh, and isn't this great? We're, we're teaching a, a kid how to uh, pole dance. Um, you know, just uh, that's the other thing, too. Uh, if you're a mature adult, you know, if you're over 18, um, you know, you have the right to live your life the way you want it. But this indoctrination of youth. And one final thing, you said that the August parade of trans, that was the only trans parade. But going back to June, if this is for the LGBTQ on and on Chris. community, the T in that acronym is <laughs> yeah. transgender. So they're part yeah. of that collective. Right? Isn't that But so? they want their own one. They want their own one because they think that they are more, um, not really as respect as the rest of LGBTQ+, because it's actually a really taboo topic that is uh, like transitioning of, of, of sex. They want their own oh, okay. marks, you know? So isn't this rich? They're being exclusionary. They're being discriminatory. Um, gee, you transgenders, uh, why are you being so homophobic and biphobic and uh, lesbian phobic? Uh, shouldn't we all be one big, happy, diverse uh, crew? Anyways, I'm getting the circle from Olivia. We gotta go. <laughs> I don't see it, me. We're already past one o'clock. Keep going, Alexa. <laughs> okay, so we have Annalisa. 1964, almost 1984. Uh, $10, thank you. Hello, Alexa, and big smooshy to my <laughs> sweet Menzi. Keep up the great work. Oh, Annalisa, thank you so much for that uh, donation. If you haven't seen Annalisa's uh, tweets, uh, she um, really likes me for some unexplainable reason, and I believe she's in I know. Northern Alberta. So. Thank you, Annalisa. You always make my day. And thank you for your donation. Yeah. Um, uh, so we have uh, Adam Ottawa. Thanks to always be there. You always be there. So thanks for your dollar. Um, so the paid coordinator for my local food bank is an active supporter of the WEF on Twitter. I feel like bringing them a, a case <laughs> of cricket to hand out to their clients. Wouldn't that be a great video? Oh, Probably. my God. Adam, please follow through with that. Um, and <laughs> if you can find out wherever Alexa bought those scorpions and beetles and uh, all those other creepy crawlies. Yeah, bring it. And, um, oh, and keep the camera rolling. I think that's a brilliant mm -hmm. video, my friend. And please send it along. Um, but who knows? Uh Alexa, maybe they're all in on the bug eating and they'll 
thank Adam Ottawa very much for his donation and uh, it'll be a nothing burger. But yeah, I think it's a great thing mm -hmm. uh, to put to the test. Yeah, probably next time it will be to Justin Trudeau. Well, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> so just that birthday, $2, thank you. His mother is the one that know for sure. Mother that would, who? I'm sure that's uh, in reference, uh, Alexa, to Maggie Trudeau. Um, oh, uh, or whatever certain. I think she goes by six different oh, yeah, surnames. Uh, oh, <laughs> she just gets around, doesn't she? Um, but the uh, uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, Maggie Trudeau would know for sure. So uh, if anyone should uh, bump into uh, Justin's mom, hey, doesn't hurt to ask the question. Yeah, but record. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, always record. <laughs> so we have GCM. And 84, $10, thank you. Shame on the police. Alexa is always welcome to my party. Hire back our arrow.ca. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. But what about me? What am I, Scotch Mist? How come <laughs> I don't get the party invite? Just, you know, just Alexa. Story of my life. Uh, sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we have private property, $7, thank you. Trudeau, inflation is killing my retirement, but I cannot afford not to support the rebel. Thank you so much. That's pretty kind. I'm sorry, though. Yeah, that's a beautiful comment, private property. Um, and by the way, private property, one of the rights or wannabe rights that should be in our Constitution, it is not there. Uh, they don't respect our private property. And to go back to your narrative of the World Economic Forum, that's something else they would like us to give up to. Uh, you don't own anything. But thank you so much uh, for making that donation. Greatly appreciated. Thank you so much. So we have EMT60. $1, thank you. David, I missed you. Alexa, I love how you and David interact. All media needs to be defunded, not just CBC as they all lie and don't give the other side of the story. If I won a big lottery, I would cat Canadian. I would cat C A D mm. probably it's like probably giving. <coughs> if I won a big lottery, I would cat. Maybe that means like cash Canadian? for Alexa and David. Is that what it stands for? Oh I yeah. Hope, I, think I hope that. it stands for that. <laughs> Well, thank you very much, and uh, uh, I, um, uh, yeah, and, and thank you for uh, the kind words, and good luck with the lottery. Although, you know, it's funny, I was at, I was at a convenience store, Alexa, and there was a guy uh, in front of me, and he might have been homeless, because he had on, you know, very dirty clothing, and uh, he was buying a pack of cigarettes, and the clerk said, um, uh, sir, would you like a ticket for tonight's um, Lotto 649 draw? And he went, uh, hmm, he, uh, what's the jackpot? And she said, 17 million. And he went, nah, right? Like, I mean, I think 17 bucks would make a difference in this guy's life, let alone 17 exactly. million. But you know what? He did the right thing probably because they say uh, lottery tickets uh, uh, are really an idiot tax. And uh, by that, I mean, you're looking at one of the biggest idiots in Canada, folks, with the amount I spend on that, that Hail Mary pass. But such is life. Oh, you spend for lottery? Oh, yeah. I, I oh, David. 
Yeah, you won't be saying that when uh, that 70 million comes through. And uh... <laughs> only if I have 1 million on that. <laughs> <laughs> Would you settle for a ride in my Ferrari? <laughs> uh, a ride? Only that that I get? Oh, come on. You're better than that. Believe me, I'll take care of everybody, baby. I just got to win the prize first, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so we have our last chat is okay. uh, Marverick West. Ten dollars. Thank you. Thanks you for all you're doing. Thank well, you so much for your donation and thank you. We are doing what we we want. That is, I think. Bleh. Second turn. We are doing our best for showing you what you want to hurt. And I think. I think it's it's important to to confront politicians because they don't have proper opposition and confrontation because it's always always planned in advance and we give the voice of people who are not being heard from media but from politicians as well as what we saw during the pandemic so many people have like so many things to say but nobody were there to open their ears to listen to them you're so right, uh, Alexa. And uh, if it wasn't for us and a few Ooh. other very select media outlets in Canada, independent media outlets, you wouldn't be getting that other side of the story. So Maverick West, thank you very much for that $10 donation. That was very generous. Well, that brings an end. To oh. We have an, a, another one. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I think it's because of you, David. Okay. Um, we have a GCM and 84, $10. We have limited seed, David. You see, oh. you are invited. Oh, I see. That's why. Okay. Well, you know what? Um, I was never a good player. What do they call that game from our childhood? Um, you, you march around the chairs and they stop the music. Oh, and you... my God. Yeah. It's magical. Musical chairs. Thank you. The musical chair. Yeah. Olivia. It's been so long. Yeah. So uh, it looks like... Um, I'm a loser too on virtual musical chairs. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, but Alexa no. is a is a is a real hoot at a party. Let me tell you, she's a wonderful cook, a great dancer, and uh, an all-out swell woman. Let me tell you. And I'm just waiting for the the ring, huh? With oh, the seventeen million dollars. <laughs> what kind of ring? <laughs> The $17 million one. Okay, then. I'll have to run that by Lady Menzoid for approval. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Anyways, I better get out of here before I get into real trouble, folks. I want to thank our um, producers, uh, Danny, Efren, and, of course, super producer Olivia. Thank you to all those who tuned in, especially those who contributed uh, some money. I also want to thank my lovely co-host, Alexa Laval from Montreal. There'll be two other Rebels here tomorrow at 12 noon Eastern. And in the meantime, folks, as always, stay sane. Just a quick one from me. I've just wrapped up an interview with a dairy farmer who has had this farmland passed down to him for generations, and they are extremely concerned about what's going on with the Netherlands government, Mark Root, and of course, technically, the World Economic Forum. Now, we're seeing this overarch from this government since 2019, where they want to cap nitrogen emissions, which means slashing livestock by 50%, uh, fertilizer usage, and there's even talk of taking and seizing the farmers' lands to build houses on top. This is what the farmers, of course, are telling me. 
You can keep up to date with all of these reports over at farmerrebellion.com. Head on over there, keep yourself updated with all the reports here in the Netherlands. And of course, you can still chip in if you would like to. The option is there for you. Thank you very much. And thank you very much for the support so far.